G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Yes, and welcome to another big week of Jack and Flash. Thanks to Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. We're live on SEN Tassie, SEN Northern Tasmania and the SEN App. David Lithgow is my name. Most people know me. Flash, great to have your company. Jackie Boy's away, of course. We know he's in Perth preparing to play against the Eagles tonight, but we'll catch up with him from 8 a.m. this morning. But this is a privilege, ladies and gentlemen. My old mate, former Australian international, Brett Jeeves, has joined us this morning to take the place of the, t- the three-time Cole Miller. So I was about to say two-time. He wouldn't be happy with that. How you going, mate? Uh, great to be here. Thank you, Flash. Hard to replace, Jack. Almost impossible. Uh, the way I've looked at it is no, that it's not. you've moved into the hosting chair, you're replacing Jack, and I'm replacing you. I don't know if he's happy about that, Which I'm, I've got to be honest, I'm comfortable replacing you. I feel like I'm, in terms of co-host, yes. I'm, I'm the guy maybe moving forward. But anyway, well, we can talk about that with, uh, with Hutchie and SEN as we, as we roll forward. How have you been? Busy. Good. It's been active. Yes. Yeah. Um, Family life, someone should have written a book on, on how to navigate that. Kids sport and um, back end of the cricket season, I, I played last year, which was um, a challenge. In my, your 40th my, year on the earth. My body is sore <laughs> still, um, but it was really enjoyable. I had a great time and it's actually nice to play cricket with an element of fun to it yes. rather than I'm a bit of a competitor. I like to take it very seriously, but it was a bit of a different focus for us this year and um, and look, great to be here. There's a lot of exciting things happening. The Jack Jump is just amazing. Well, that's so. going to be a big talking point today, of course. The Jack Jumpers losing last night in a competitive game, but they were always behind. We're going to have Jorick Chivers from the Jack Jumpers join us later today. But, Brett, we have something very, very serious indeed. Now, you cannot get tickets anywhere in the country. You know how hard it is to get a ticket tomorrow night to watch United and the Jack Jumpers game two of the semi-finals. Well, we have something very special. The giveaway today, we have a double pass to a corporate box for the Jack Jumpers Melbourne United game tomorrow at My State Bank Arena to the best caller. So pick up the phone or Texas. Anything in the world about sport you want to talk about, Jack Jumpers, footy, cricket, ask about your cricket career and you whinging all the time. Whatever you want to do, call <laughs> us on one three hundred four two one five double three, or text us on 0437 or just tweet in at, at SEN Tassie. Get on live now and talk to us about the Jack Jumpers for your chance to win. Now, that is a prize, Brett. Has there been a bigger prize in well, breakfast radio show history yeah. across the nation? Oh, that is, my gosh. Jeez, that, that is. And, and a corporate, corporate ticket, no less. Well, look, I've got a small involvement, obviously, with the basketball, having luckily to call the games for SEN, of course. I reckon I've had 45 people in the last, G'day, Flash, how you going, Cobber? 
well, can you get me a ticket? Well, no, I can't get you a ticket because no one can get a ticket. Well, we've got a couple. And not only have we got a couple, we've got them in the VIP box, which is very exciting. So, again, Amazing call price. us on 1300 421 or text in on 0437 Let's go straight to last night. Just quickly, though. Yes, please. And now you're calling the game. Yes. You told me last week you were travelling to Noosa for a family holiday. Uh, are you calling yes. from Noosa? That's or are a... you coming back? What's... If you'd asked me this on, if you'd asked me this early in the week, I might have been calling this from a, a cell because it didn't go down too well. Yes, I am on family holiday. Straight after this, I'm going to Noosa. Uh, we're on eleven o'clock flight, so we'll get to Noosa about two two thirty this afternoon. Taking Alex, two and a half years of age, and you know what that's like on the plane. Mm. Um, so when it was announced after we'd having our first holiday in a long time, that I had to the Jack Jumpers finals were on. Um, I did broach the subject with Sarah, and let's be frank about it, she wasn't overly thrilled. No, uh, I'm, I'm not overly thrilled no. about it. <laughs> so, um, but for me, I wouldn't miss it for the world. So Jeez. yes, I'll be going to Noosa today, getting our little boy Alex settled in, and and Sarah settled in. Uh, Friday night tonight in Noosa, then back to back from Queensland tomorrow. Uh, to call the game. We've got a huge show, by, by the way, tomorrow night. It's starting from 6. We're going to have Andrew Gaze involved, Peter Hawley. Everyone wants to know about the Jack Jumpers. Uh, we'll be taking it right through to close, which is probably about 11 p.m. tomorrow night, and then I'll be back to Noosa Sunday morning. Well, uh, firstly, that's, that's amazing. Great. And, and if anyone ever questioned... David Lithgow's commitment no. for sport and calling. You were wrong. You were completely wrong. He was, that he, is true. He is willing to, 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 to battle through a divorce uh, to ensure that this happens. But what an unbelievable opportunity uh, to come back and call oh. perhaps, perhaps Tie up the, game. The, the biggest sporting event in the state's history. I mean, well, this is enormous. Well, okay. Well, I don't mate, wanna, I'm not over-exaggerating that no. either. Well, we've had this discussion with Jack a few times. We've had a pretty good year. We just had the Ashes, of course, which is a reasonably handy event down the road. Uh, the fifth test, albeit, as they held up the urn and celebrated winning the Ashes. We had two finals in the AFL last year. Um, but this has a different feel. You're it's right about team. it. It's our it's team. Our team. It's our team. It's mm. tangible. It's the Green Guernseys. It's, it's Tasmania. And this is what, look, quite frankly, let's talk about this for a second. This is what the people in the mainland don't get. We don't barrack for North Melbourne. We invite them here, and we, your beloved Hawks, you love going up there. You watch every game with the kids. But they, it's awesome. But they don't barrack for North Melbourne either. So no. Why should we? No, that's right. Look, our team, Flash. Our team, big. and everybody's on board. What did you make of last night? 74-63 was the final result. Um, I thought they battled and scrapped hard to stay within five. Then the floodgates opened in the third quarter. Yeah, it was it was a disappointing start, wasn't it? I mean, it's really noticeable. Uh, they got they got out hustled on the boards, you know. So they they missing Will Magne, particularly oh, against United. That matchup definitely. Yeah, he's he's key there. Uh, so they got dominated on the boards. They turned the ball over. Um, uh, Josh Josh Majet, he he just couldn't get a clear run. He's been our uh, our initiator of the offense all year. Um, he had a really slow start. They. They put on a, uh, a bit of a full-court press um, throughout the early stages, and that seemed to work quite well. Um, hedged on the pick. You know, they, um, Adams just got, they just got no clear run at the basket at all. So, um, Magna, you're right there. That was the game you looked and thought, mm, golly, okay. We need... This small ball's been amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they've done it, but... Yeah, that, yeah it was... And, and look, I mean, it was hard to watch because... Melbourne United was so good that 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 was the challenging part to it that they 
they just got us. You know, the yes. our strategy they executed. Um, you know, they got the ball out of the hands of our of our lead guards who who have been our uh, you know our dynamic scorers. Um, and we struggled a little bit. Jack McVeigh, you know, he started unbelievably well, and that's kind of been his season. Um, without him in the first half, we were we were completely dead and buried. And to be fair, going into halftime with the deficit that we had was a huge win. It, it, it should have been 25, 30 points. Such was um, the disparity in, in, in game plan and execution. Can I just tell you, the, the text machine that fired through here by our producer, Mitch Scott, is going absolutely off its trolley. There must be something on the line. Those to, tickets. To the, oh, oh, boy. <laughs> Let, let's get through a couple. Great to have the North of Flannelette Curtain King on the show. How great has the has the frenzy re the Jack Jumbers been? Imagine how big an AFL team would be from David, the North of Flannelette. Is it? Have I got that right? North of Flannelette Curtain. Flannelette Curtain. Yeah, that's it's a little <laughs> dig at the northern suburbs. There, yeah, well done, Dave. But yeah, and 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 that's where you know. The AFL have missed the boat of course, so badly. Of you know, it's, it's a great point Dave makes that you know there's this enormous support. I mean, the, you know, the excitement of you and I. We're, we're a couple of basketball tragics. We are. Um, but you know, people who who you know aren't or weren't aligned to, to, to basketball like us, that they are on on board in a big way. Jeeves, he knocked all three stumps out of the ground after getting out the only one he middled all year. I'm not sure who that one was for him. We haven't got a name on that chap. Oh, that'd be from a Kingborough player. And fair, I did I did cast all my stumps after being dismissed. It was a look bad at, moment. Look at this. Played against Brett when he used to get out and then go home while his team battled <laughs> to watch the NBA <laughs> from Jim. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> that is true, as a matter of fact. Flash, you've just explained a standard of being a father and a husband that none of us can uphold. Cheers, JB. I'm not sure about that, but you look, we've got to get the two-year-old up there, mate, and if I can do that, I'm in the all clear. A couple more to get through quickly. Look, Colton are playing this Saturday, so the basketball is great. Will be a great distraction. The corporate box would appreciate my my passionate support from Barry and then hey fellas there's one aspect of the game that the jack jumpers need to fix ahead of tomorrow and that is rebounding they gave up too many offensive rebound rebounds from Mark and Mark's right I mean that that was a real telltale they just kept crashing the offensive boards last night didn't they yeah uh, just just that that lack of size unfortunately and that's and that's where um, Will Will Magnum plays a plays a huge role moving forward and you just have to wonder whether uh, whether Mikhail McIntosh will be around next year. He kind of he didn't start well. He's had a great great finish to the last half of the half of the season. He's been really he instrumental has. defensively too with Magne out. Yes. He's really stepped up as a as a bit of a physical presence. But will will they look to you know potentially bring in a you know, big seven footer because it has been a bit of an issue and exposed with uh, obviously with, with Will Magne uh, on the sidelines. I wonder, is there anything they can change up there? And let's look forward to tomorrow night. Is there, like, they don't want to play Jock Perry. They just don't. Um, at times I've looked at him and thought, well, he's got a bit of a skill set. I guess he's a little bit, they think he's a little bit, is timid the right word? Maybe. Well, he's, if, if, I mean, he probably lacks the athleticism to, to be able to run with United. That That's probably the, the issue with this particular matchup. He's, you know, he's a big body, big, big seven footer. He's got a nice stroke. He shoots the ball well, but... Probably more of an outside presence than he is inside, yes. um, and and probably a little bit slow to, to match up against the Melbourne United bigs who are you know super athletic. They're fast, super athletic. Yeah, so that that that's a bit of a problem. And they just rotate the big men like they've got two quality centres that they're there at all times, and they've got a guard rotation with 
Illy and delivered over, and then they've they've got a garter and they've got just a little bit more depth, haven't they? I mean, they're also so smart in the way they move the ball offensively. You know, there there were so many times where um, the Jack Jumpers had to switch, which kind of meant that their big guys were out on the perimeter, which actually exposed um, Adams and and, and Josh Majette as the rebounders. Yes. Um, as 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 their inside presence, so you know their their game plan was outstanding. They executed really well, and you know, you've got to tip your cap sometimes. Um, they they're an unbelievable basketball team, and I was kind of hoping that you know that momentum would would stick with the Jack Jumpers. That um, that the decision for United to bring down half their team, um, you know, we we completely wiped the floor with them. I was kind of hoping we'd get a bit of a, a bit of that Hurricanes effect. You remember the Hurricanes Early days. You know, locked into the finals. Yep. Rested their players. I think the stars went for two seventy or whatever. Maxwell went nuts, uh, and then the momentum was gone. Yeah, you know, and they they made it through the finals. It didn't quite go their way. I was hoping a similar impact might happen for United, but they came out sharp. They were, they were outstanding. Keep the text coming through on oh four three seven double five two five three five. We'll give us a call on one three hundred four two one five double two. Now here's one before we go to our first. Break, Brett. I'd love to know and get some people to know is this. Well, thank you, Mitch, for putting me under the pump here. When have you left a family holiday for a sporting event? We'd love to hear about your stories about when you've nicked off from your partner and kids or, or any of the above. I'm sure you've done it a few times. In fact, I'm certain of it. I'll get you to think about it and we'll come back after that. This is Jack and Flash with my old mate, Brett Jeeves, here on SEN Tassie. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash. With Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Welcome back to the Jack and Flash show on SEN Tasmania. Brett Jeeves is here filling in for Jackie Boy, who, as we know, is over in Perth, ready to go. The Tigers playing the Eagles tonight. We're going to catch up with him after 8am, you can listen to us on 1629 SEN Hobart, 1611 SEN Track in Launceston and Devonport, and of course on the app, Brett Jeeves. We're having dozens and dozens and dozens of text messages. I'll give you a little sampler just from here. Um, G'day boys, given the performance of the team and the way it's quickly captured the public's interest, is Scott Roth the most significant appointment in Tasmanian sporting history from Fletch in Hobart? What a good question. That is Fletch. Jeez, that's it. Yeah. It's and, a beauty. And it's a great point as well. I mean, Justin Langer might rival it if, if, if that ever you know, comes to fruition, the Hobart Hurricanes. That would be a big appointment. But <laughs> that would in terms big. of impact, Scott Roth, is, uh, he's top of the table. Yeah, just a good dude too. Like he just he, the, everything, passion. the culture, the passion, but, the energy. It, but it kind of it's us. Like that is Tasmanian exactly, sporting mate. history. So yeah, he he represents that really well. Uh, let's keep going through a few here. I was wrong about Mikhail. Thought he would have gone home much earlier. As we as we see with importance, he's been important. Hang on, I've missed a bit there. He's been important without Magne. Height needs to be. On the front house shopping list, yes, you're very true. In other words, I think Adam from Launceston is saying they're a little bit short. Yes, and I don't think there's any question about I just, that. I just wonder, Flash, if if Magne doesn't go down injured, does McIntosh stick about? Yeah, you know, there, there was there was talk even last night on the 
uh, on the broadcast yes. that uh, that there was you know a view that maybe he was he was gone at the halfway mark of the season. So, I don't but think he's any doubt about that. He's been very good in the last half though. He has step, stepped up physically, very good defensively in that last half of the year. Hi boys, as good as the JJs have been last night was class versus the working class. I'm not sure about that, but I I do understand the sentiment. I think that's fair. There you go. Flash and Jeeves are united a bit too good last night. Home court advantage will be huge on Saturday night. I'd love to be part of it while we're away in Hobart on a family holiday, and I'm happy to abandon the kids to be a part of it. <laughs> Promise I'll scream my little jack jumper heart out. Mark from Launceston, thanks very much. One more to get through them. Shame on you, David. Family comes first. I would never sacrifice them for the hoops on Saturday night, JB. Sure, that's not Sarah from Austin's Ferry saying that. <laughs> anyway, thanks, JB, for your sermon. It's great to have everybody. And don't forget, keep the texts coming in, please, on 0437 or give us a call on 1300 421 Brett Jeeves, lots of other sport apart from basketball. You and I could talk basketball until midnight tonight. There's some footy. Um, your beloved Hawks. This is a good story. Jackson Callow to make his debut. Very exciting. Yeah, he's. Um, You've seen a bit of him. Well, he just he flies for his flies for his marks. Yep. He's got a beautiful big leap. He's and, a big man. Uh, completely dominated the SANFL last year. Picked in the mid-season draft. Yes. Um, we didn't see any of him last year, but you'd, you'd think with um, you know uh, eight ten months in the system, yes. got a preseason under his belt uh, in a you know fully professional AFL environment that um, you know his body will fill out. You know maybe a little bit bit of a bigger tank because he can fly and he's got beautiful hands. So really excited to to um, watch his debut over the weekend. Didn't get drafted in his under eighteen age and then made a decision to go to the SANFL. As as we've sort of touched on, and and it's paid dividends. What on the list? It's, it's a bit of that Tassie story, isn't it? That you know that that our, our youngsters kind of have to depart to VFL or SANFL to you know get their their draft shot if they yes. do miss out in their draft year. Um, uh, Brody Mychek uh, oh, did a very right back. same thing. I ben mean, Brown, Ben Brown. Yeah, yep, there there are heaps of guys that have you know that, that have gone down that path. I mean, my question to you, and you you know you're an avid follower of the of the state league. You know, worked on the ABC as a as a caller uh, way back when. How, how do you see that? You know, is it is it possible for a, a young chap to be drafted out of the state league as it currently stands? I think it's possible, but um, I think it's been the way for a long time that the, the depth of talent overall hasn't allowed it to to be really feasible. And, and obviously the recruiters probably don't get watched too much, apart from the, the good 16-, 17-year-old kids when they return to their team. It's a really good talking point. I wonder then on the back of when this Tasmanian thing happens, the... You get the VFL team again. The state league becomes a feeder into it. Maybe that changes the dynamic. Good question. Hard to know, isn't it? Yeah. What we do know, it has. It's been a long time since really people have been drafted out of state league footy. Well, I mean, yeah, out, outside of their draft yes. year, I, 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 I don't remember it happening. You know, I mean, you've got to go back to you know the mid eighties, kind of early nineties. Yes. You know, Pritchard types. I mean, I think he was drafted out of Sandy Bay uh, into the Hawks. As you know, there's one example that I can think of, but uh, yeah, certainly most recently it's um, it's it's been a bit of a struggle. We're going to be watching Jackson Keller. That is good. So he's a big man. He's 196, 197. Takes a clay. He's got beautiful hands. 100 kegs. That's that sounds like a good starting point, doesn't it? He might even be in the ruck for the Hawks at the moment. They that's it's an area for them that's um, yeah, they're they're a little bit light on. Peter Adams got hold of him last well, week. Well, Reeves started really well. His shoulder injuries really hurt them, and and just the way they go about it through the midfield. But yeah, watching Laddams versus Connor Nash, 
uh, complete mismatch. A few little footy tidbits that we should talk about. This is a big one. The Saints have been flying, and it was only probably six weeks ago we talked about how important Paddy Ryder is. He's been missing Ryder's back. So you get Marshall now and Ryder working in tandem. That's, you want to talk about a good ruck stocks. That's a darn good ruck stocks. Well, Marshall's out, unfortunately. Uh, so Ryder looks like being being sole ruck, which will be a bit of a challenge for yep. him. Injuries, he, can, it, can his body manage sole ruck? Yeah, yeah. That, that's a bit of a problem. I, I do like the Saints story, though. They are the great, you know, always um, the gross underdog. And you know, I remember Kane Corns when he was whacking uh, young uh, Ginevan uh, at, at the start of the year. He's like... Who have you beaten? You know, you haven't beaten anyone round one. Well, the Saints have... Uh, well, they beat the Saints. Saints have kind of taken that and said, well, bang to you, Kane. We're flying. <laughs> yeah. Tom Campbell's actually been named as well, so he's probably going to be the backup ruckman with that, with Marshall missing, as you mentioned. Good one here for the Tigers. Dylan Grimes and Kane Lambert, two three-time premiership players, both of them return for the Tigers tonight. They're huge ins. Yeah, a bit, bit of that cultural glue as well with uh, Grimes, co-captain with uh, with our man, the Tasmanian, Toby Nankervis. Um, uh, yeah, so get, getting those two back certainly helps, you know, just, just with a little bit of that, that, that cultural dynamic, and particularly with a trip to Perth, whilst West Coast are a little weak, um, I'd imagine, you know, any trip to Perth comes with, you know, the challenges of, you know, staying connected as a team. Paddy Dangerville and Jack Henry to miss the second straight week for the Cats. And Darcy Parrish has been named after those ankle scans earlier in the week. Um, the Bombers, they're really just paddling a bit, aren't they? It is uh, Parrish, 40 possessions till three-quarter time. Hurts his ankle, goes off. Um, a lot, and lots of talk around his impact and you know whether or not his 40 possessions actually impact the game. There's a little bit of... Um, you know, reference to, to Tom Mitchell, you know, in those games against um, Collingwood, you know, where he's 47, 48, 50 possessions, um, you know, is, is Parrish turning into that, you know, lack of metres gain type, uh, type player. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today on SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash, with Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Welcome back to Jack and Flash on SEN Tassie. Brett Jeeves in the chair for Jackie Boy. We're catching up with him after 8 a.m. The Jackies are certainly on. Do you like that tune, by the way? It's excellent. It? Oh, it's it magnificent. They're very good. Luca Brasi. Luca Brasi, yeah. Sensational. Real Tasmanian flavour. It's perfect. A real pleasure this morning that we've got a fellow that perhaps won't be feeling the best he's had, but I'm sure he's recouped and ready to go for what's going to be an enormous festival of basketball tomorrow night. Jorick Chivers, Jack Jumpers, General Manager of Basketball Operations, joins us now. How are you, Jorick? You well, mate? Yeah, it's good flash there. Yeah, really good, mate. I, I liked your get-up last night. I, I noticed you in the stand. You had the old-fashioned um, uh, singlet on. You were next to the, the, the CEO in Simon Brookhouse. He was a little bit more regular in his attire. You just you just rolled it right back, mate. mate Brookhouse likes to dress sharp. I'm just there as a basketball fan, mate. You know, you know how it rolls. 
how it was last night from your perspective, mate. What did you see? No, it was re- really good. It was really, um, I'm sure you guys both watched the game, so it was really gritty playoff basketball. They um, obviously really got after us and scouted us very well, especially the two Joshes. They um, locked in really hard on those guys and, and really forced us to make someone else beat them, which, um, you know, we obviously struggled to do. I think the positives for us is um, there was a moment there in the third where we weren't playing well, obviously. I think we only scored seven points in the third quarter where we probably could have got away from us, but we battled back in the fourth quarter and, and kept it to 11 points, which gives us a lot to work with. And, you know, the, the, the advantage of playoff basketball is that it's a series. So whilst that wasn't our best performance, we've got two more chances to, to get it done over the next couple of days. You sort of looked at that first half, Jorick, and, and, and at halftime, I was sitting back in my lounge room and five points margin, I thought, gee, that's OK. We look like we've been completely outplayed. We've hung in, hung in, hung in. Could make some exactly. shots in the third quarter. Yeah, I think probably at halftime we're exactly where we wanted to be. Obviously, they come out strong, as you'd expect, with a home crowd and um, playoff basketball. We sort of weathered the storm and, and kept ourselves within touch, which is typical Jack Jumper basketball. That five-point margin was probably about right. And then just the, the third quarter, we just sort of um, couldn't get going. They did a really good job, obviously. They got you know two of the best defensive guards in the league in Delavidova and Shaley, and they just you know got us out of what we wanted to do. They sort of got us off the three-point line, which is one of our strengths. We only shot three to 14 from three, and... And it was just um, a real good old-fashioned playoff battle. But the the thing that um, the positive we took out of it is obviously um, you know there's, there's nothing there that we don't think we can we can adjust, and we, we feel confident coming into a home crowd that that obviously you know there's going to be just under five thousand Tasmanians going absolutely berserk for us, which will which will give us a lift to get that, and then go back to Melbourne on Monday and never know what can happen. Jake, uh, Brett here. Um, sorry about that. Just dropped out. Um, Tell us a bit about Jack McVeigh. Unbelievable story. Bench role last year, yeah. um, recruited in, starter and, and a star, both defensively, offensively, found his three-point stroke. Uh, without him in the first quarter um, last night, it, it, it could have been quite ugly. Yeah, definitely. I think um, I think Jack embraces the big moment, which is which is great for him. He's a very positive, for those who have met him, he's a very positive guy up and about and loves to, loves to sort of have a bit of fun. But um, <clears throat> like in all honesty, he's just... Really worked hard. One thing from Adelaide coming, he's always been able to shoot the ball. He's one of the best shooters in the league. But this year, he's really knuckled down. So the coaches challenged him to, to be a better player in the defensive end and also moving from the three spot to the four spot, which has just helped him flourish. And I think, um, you know, we've spoken about it in, in different areas that, you know, we, we really challenged him to be one of the best four men in the league. And, and I think at the moment, he, he'd probably be one of the top five um, Australian five, uh, four men in the league. And, and he's doing really well. And as you said, just in those moments when we really need a bit of a lift, Jack seems to find that that bit extra and hit that open three or get an offensive rebound and a putback. He's sort of really, really helping us there. Yeah, he's um, he's been superb. T- tell us a little bit about how recruiting someone like Jack comes about. How do you, how do you target someone like him? Um, what's the identification process? Um, who makes contact? Give, give, give us a bit of insight into how that comes yeah, about. So, so obviously, um, you know, the coaching staff are, are really heavily involved in the actual talent identification. So they sort of... Um, you know, identify especially year one's a completely different kettle of fish. Like this, this year round's going to be different because we're sort of filling holes. But year one, you, you're basically looking for all the talent across the board. And and one thing that we're looking for as a club is we're, we're more about character and um and fit to Tasmania necessarily more so than, than overall talent. You obviously want talented guys, but we want a guys that we're going to represent Tasmania the right way and and really buy into the community and really buy into what we're trying to do. So we sort of shortlist the guys that we want, and then it's just a matter of doing the due diligence. So it's just ringing around. You know, it's a small league, the NBL, so everyone sort of knows everyone. So ringing around people associated with the club that these guys are at and finding out who's going to be a good fit. And then when the time's right, coach reaches out and sort of sells them on, on what he thinks their role is going to be. And then right at the tail end, we jump in and, and it's sort of dollars and cents and, and sort of doing all the stuff with the agents at the last minute. But, um, 
yeah, we were really methodical with making sure we, you know, really um, character guys and, and guys that really wanted to buy in and, and be part of something special. Last night, Jorick, I've been amazed on a whole for the year, especially after Will Magne went down. It's been one of the, the smallest ball, small ball lineups in, in world basketball this year, as you will yeah. know. At certain stages there last night, I looked at the two big seven-footers from Melbourne. They're so darn athletic, both of them. Yeah. It just looked a game where, by golly, you would have loved to have Will Magne out there last night. Oh, 100%. You know, just, just having someone who can play above the rim with those guys would have helped. But I guess it's, it's just we've got to find ways to be effective in what we do. We've, we've managed to, to make the adjustment all year in, in finding ways to outwork guys and better use our bodies. And I think that's the thing with those seven-footers. We probably didn't do the best job of sitting on their knees and taking away their jumping ability last night. Like, Fab was battling hard, and, and so was JB, and, and so were the other bigs that were rolling through. But it's just a matter of, you know... Rebounding is about um, is about effort and passion and positioning. So it's just a matter of getting those guys really locked in on that for game two. And yeah, because definitely their their size was a factor yesterday with with Porty and um, JLA really really dominating inside there. Yeah, and that that was going to be my next question. Uh, JLA, he was I mean he was unbelievable defensively, six blocks I think, and yeah. uh, held him really well in the first quarter. And then he he just kind of got got loose. What was what was the change? How how, how do you think he got hold of you? No, I don't think there was anything specific he did. He's just he's just so big and athletic. And as you said, with without Will in the lineup, we don't really have a, a direct matchup that can match that size and athleticism. So you just got to limit him and make sure he doesn't hurt you. And I think obviously on the defensive end, six blocks is a great great effort. But in terms of the across the board, the rest of the ways, his points were down and his rebounding was probably down and what he's done all year. So I don't think he actually overly hurt us. I think the the biggest thing for us, as I said at the start, defensively, seventy two points, uh, seventy four points to the opposition team. Like mm. that's a score that we should be able to compete with. It's just the sixty three we scored. Their, their defensive intensity got us. We just got to find a way to to make the adjustments on offense. The, the ball got a bit stuck in hands at times. It's just getting the ball moving around and and trying to find a way to get Josh Adams and Josh Majette a little bit more open so we can um, contribute from the outside. Tell us about last night in atmosphere-wise. What was it like in mm. Melbourne in comparison to what you're used to at My State Bank Arena, Jorick? Yeah, it's a, it's a bit of a different arena, obviously. It's a 9,000-seat stadium, and they, they didn't have a massive crowd last night. I reckon it was probably close to five, so it was about half full, but there was, there was a big sea of green, which was awesome. There was lots of people in Jack Jumpers jerseys and Jack Jumpers shirts and, and that sort of thing. So we were sort of sitting behind the, the home bench, and there was you know, a massive section of our away supporters or home supporters that had travelled over to the away end, so... It was really cool, a good a good vibe. It's obviously it's obviously loud. It's obviously um, high entertainment. But I think um, in terms of product, I don't think they do anything different than we do. And I think sometimes having a smaller stadium actually helps. Like last Saturday night when we played United at home, I, I don't think I've ever heard a stadium that loud in my life. So I think um, again this, this this week when we come again, I, you know it's it, it's going to be a spell out. It's going to be you know the hottest ticket in town this Saturday, and I think it's going to be absolutely unbelievable to be part of it. And hopefully the crowd can bring the energy for us and, and give us that little bit of extra advantage. The build-up for tomorrow night, Jorick, um, it's enormous. How's it been, mate? You've mm. obviously already switched off from what happened last night. Focus turns yep. to tomorrow night. Um, give us a little snapshot from your perspective. Yeah, I think that, like I so said, we're, we're on the plane first thing this morning, so off to the airport after this, and then we'll, we'll fly back in, and, and the boys have a bit of a walk-through just to get the legs moving, and then, yeah, they're, they're straight onto the scout. So the, the assistant coaching guys have been working on the scout all night, so they'll, they'll sit down and do a bit of video and, and make the adjustments and move forward, and then... From an off-court perspective, we're just going to enjoy the um, enjoy the party atmosphere. You know, the, the people in Tasmania have been waiting for the national-level sport for, for so so long in terms of a team they can get around all of Tasmania, and you know, making the finals in year one just a, a great achievement. So it's going to be a celebration of everything we've achieved, and and hopefully we can get a win and, and extend the series to Game Three on Monday. And Jorick, um, proud basketball 
uh, proud Tasmanian basketballing family. Yours, you know, your dad, Mark, uh, Chargers coach. What what does what does this mean yeah. for you and, and 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 your family for you to have such a huge involvement um, in in the inaugural year of the Jack Jumpers? Yeah, I think basketball has always been a been a connector for our family. All my my brothers and sisters have all all had a dabble in as well, and and all come along to the game. So it's just a great night for us. We can bring all the all like you know my old man's working, I'm working, and then we've got my mum. She's always in the crowd. My wife's in the crowd. My kids come along and. All my nieces and nephews and stuff—it's just a—it's just a real connector for our family. So we're we're all very you know humbled to be involved and um and also very proud of what we've achieved and just you know it's more so for, for Tasmanian basketball in general. There's been a lot of a lot of people who've worked very hard behind the scenes. Obviously, my old man was one, but there's been a lot more than him. And it's just um you know a real celebration for all those that have you know grafted away for the last 25, 26 years, but you know in between the devils gone and we're coming back. And you know I hope that hope that all those people that have put effort in for Tasmania, you know, all our bloodlines people can really enjoy this moment because it's, you know, it's not about one person. It's about all of Tasmania and all of Tasmanian basketball celebrating what we've achieved and, and really punching above our weight on the national stage like, like, like we've been talking about all year. Jorick, uh, thanks for joining us this morning, mate, and I look forward to catching up with you tomorrow night. Mate, I just uh, just a quick one back your way. Please. I did notice there was a little little spin move on the uh, on the internet. Have you guys Ooh. thought about uh, thought about putting your hand up for a game next year, mate, or is that um, is that under wraps? The, look, the, the 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 reality is that I've always been able to get the hoop, but I rarely finish. So that was a little bit of a it's a very small snapshot. I've never, very... I've never never seen you move so fast, mate. So I was very impressed when I saw that pop up the other day. Can I just say, there was some real Nick, Nick Kyrgios about your approach to that celebrity game, spin-moving on ladies, blocking the small the children. It was, yeah, he didn't set the six foot. When I saw the headlines about Nick Kyrgios, I thought they were referring to Flash to start with, and it was just yeah, the last moment. I was, oh, no, it was a different celebrity it game. takes way too confused. seriously. If both of you look behind um, the dear mare that I did do the spin-over, we would have noticed the six-foot-five monster, 220-pounder in behind that I had to go to the left side <laughs> to get past. Him. I, I was, the spin was so fast, I saw him go and have a cup of coffee, but, you know, between the first and second step, and he'd come back and started playing big. Very kind, Jorick. I look forward to saying <laughs> good day to you tomorrow night, night, mate. I'm looking forward to seeing you tomorrow, mate. Good man. Thanks for joining us, Jorick. <laughs> Game two of the Jack Jumpers versus Melbourne United Playoff Series will be live on SEN Tasmania and the SEN app this Saturday night. I'll be calling the action live from 6am, Brett, which is very exciting. Andrew Gaze. 6pm. 6pm. Yep. Peter Hawley as well to join the show. This is Jack, and we're going to say we're going to say it's Flash and Jeevesy just this once here on SEN Tasmania. But the good news is Jack Revolt to join us after eight AM. Harrison Agents to buy, sell, or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today on SEN Tassie. Jack and Flash with Jack Revolt and David Lifter. Welcome back. Brett Jeeves is in for Jack, who's going to come and have a chat to us live from Perth. I hope he's up, by the way. I hope he's actually got out of bed to have a chat with us. What is it? Nearly 6am over there in Perth. Keep your texts coming, please. 0437 552 535. Or give us a call on 1300 421 We will announce the winner of the Jack Jumpers Corporate Suite Double Pass in the next hour. Now, Brett. Texas are coming through. You'll enjoy this first one. Wayne McDaniel was an idol as a Devils kid. He was mine too, by the way. Seeing our team with his son and the team would be a bucket list moment. Love the Jack Jumpers. That's from Isaac in Kingborough. I thought they were going to bring the heat. There was a bit going on from Jason. He, I guess he's reflecting on perhaps 
have a little bit off the pace last night. Would that be fair to say? I think that's his intention. Yeah. Uh, Chase Jones and Isaac Chug were drafted out of the TSL. Well, sure, they played some TSL footy, I would say. That's a no-name. I'd love to make sure you put your name to the text, but... Chase effectively was a mariner, wasn't he? Um, and was a high draft pick in the top ten. Yeah, he went early, didn't he? He yeah. did. Just starting to blossom a bit too, Good by pace. the way. Yep. Of, of recent times, I would love those Jackie's tickets for the wife and I, and burning the Mowbray Cricket Club dinner to come. What a huge sacrifice! <laughs> well, as a Mowbray person, as you know that I am from the age of ten years of age, that's um, that is a big sacrifice. That's a big sacrifice. Mm. Always a good night. It's a the great dinner. dinner. Up there. Yep. Hello to all the mighty Eagles supporters up in the north. My nan used to take me to the Devils games. I can't actually remember a win, but we had a great time. That's from Jack. This is another Jack. I'm Jack. I'm 11 years old from Kingston. The only way I'm going to get to the game is to nag my old man to win the tickets. I'm all out of nagging. I wonder if that's actually Jack or the old man. I don't mind. You know, I was going to say, I was gonna say it's smart. If you, if you want the free tickets, present a puppy or a small child. That's generally yeah, how, how to pull at the heartstrings for a freebie. <laughs> Love the interview with Jorick, guys. Cheers, Flash from Latrobe. Thank you very much, Flash. Uh, Great to have your company with us. And I had the pleasure of taking Jack McVeigh, Matt Kenyon and McIntosh out for a sardine roast. Those guys were engaging and you wouldn't have better people representing Tasmania. Great people win or lose tomorrow. So that's terrific. Great to have your snapshots. Keep them coming in to Brett and I this morning, one three hundred four two one five double three, or Texas on 0437 Well, that's a segment. We've got some big news coming up after the news, pardon the pun. Jack Revolt, we hope, is out of bed, he's got his coffee, he's got his egg and bacon, and he'll join us here in the studio. Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. On SEN Tassie, Jack and Flash, with Jack Revolt and David Lithgow. Welcome back to another massive hour of Jack and Flash on SEN Tassie. Thanks to Harrison Agents to buy, sell or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today. I'm Flash Lithgow. Brett Jeeves is with me and we're about to catch up with the three-timer of everything. So he keeps telling me Jack Revolt live in Perth. We've still got these corporate sweet double passes, Brett. This is what it's all about today for the Jack Jumpers versus Melbourne to our best caller or text. So give us a call, one 4215 or text us on 0437 552 We'll be announcing the winner in the next half an hour. Keep calling, keep texting. The game is going to be epic. Brett Jeeves. Now, now, I need to make sure this bloke's here. He is out of bed, and I'm hoping that my co-host, who's not here today, Jackie Boy's on the line. Are you there, young man? Yeah, how are you? Oh, I hear it. I'm still in bed. I'm sounding <laughs> very croaky. Nah, I'm sitting on the couch. <laughs> you faked that. I'm sitting you? on the couch in, in my pyjamas still. It's dark outside here, so. Can I have a pick when I when I do get a minute of you in those pyjamas? <laughs> well, um, is that, well, well, hang on a second. Let's just keep this clean between the two of you. I know there's love, but jeez, calm it down a little. Now, how are you going, pal? Are you a little bit nervous just sort of leaving the reins to a couple, um, you know, slobby Tasmanians and myself and Brett? I was. Uh, I was. I, I've been up since... Control freak, uh, I reckon. Sorry. I've been, listening. I've been listening for the first hour. So, no, David, you've done a very good job. 
Um, however, you did say that I was going to be in the studio, so I came. You did say, that yeah, I, I did notice that too. You join us in the studios, and you join us. We're in the studio, and you're going to be joining us live in the air somewhere. Is that the way to put it? How, how good does the uh, how good does the Tasmanian studio look down there at Harrison Agents for the people that haven't seen it? Jump on the uh, jump on the SEN Twitter page and have a look. SEN Tassie, where uh, you boys just. Got a nice little banner sort of set up there, man. It looks good. We do. It's a rolling beast, uh, SCN here in Tasmania. As we all know, we can't wait for the basketball tomorrow night. That's not your focus, Jacket, just at the moment, mate. You've got a couple of big ins. I want to touch on the basketball shortly, but just firstly tonight. Um, how did you rate last week against the Demons? Some people say the scoreline was flattering. Um, I'm a bit more positive about how you blokes played last week, and you've got some important guys returning tonight. Yeah, uh, Flash, I reckon we played pretty, oh, well, I say pretty well, but I think we played okay. Like, there's some real positive things to come out of last year. There's some also some areas for improvement for us. I mean, Melbourne, obviously, clearly the best side in the competition at the moment. We've run them to sort of 22 points, and we were leading at half-time. Um, so there's some, there's some, there's some obviously, some room for improvement for us, but it's, so, I don't know who coined this phrase, but it's sort of, gets bandied around a bit now, football clubs. You, you're never going as well as what you think you're going, and you're never going as bad as what you think you're going. So um, clearly there's a few dooms, doomsday people out there that have that have written us off already. And um, But we still feel like we've got some, some really good football. And as you mentioned, a couple of big things for us tonight, which are in terms of Dylan Grimes and, and, and Kane Lambert, um, some of the real sort of core and, and heart and soul players of our football club come back, which... Certainly gives us a big lift on the field, but also just a bit of spiritual stuff too. They come back and they they're good players, so uh, it's great to have them back in. Jack, we mentioned before that that the Grimes and Lambert back in were huge for um, cultural reasons, you know, and particularly in preparation for a trip to Perth. T- t- tell us a little bit, a little bit about how you prepare for Perth. You know, fly last night up early, um, Mitch. Mentioned off air that, that that you stay on Melbourne time. T- tell us tell us a little bit about how you go about uh, preparing for the game. Yeah, so yeah, but it's um, I say firstly, thanks for filling in. Really appreciate it. Um, pleasure. No, uh, yeah. So we, we stay on Melbourne time um, just for the fact that we're only we're only here for thirty six hours. So we rolled in yesterday at three thirty. Um, well, we left Melbourne at eleven o'clock, and then we got here at three thirty, and we just stay on on that sort of time. Like it's a bit of a pain in the bum when you get up in the morning you want to go grab a coffee like I woke up at uh, 4.30 Perth time this morning so I've been up for, for a little bit now um, and there's no coffee shops open um, and I, to be honest that, that's Perth in general sometimes I think uh, but um, we sort of sit around with a bit of idle time so coming on the radio sort of fills it in nicely actually so um, the, the idea around it is just it, it, there isn't like a mini jet lag effect if you don't do it that way Um so yeah, we'll, we'll stay on the same time like that. We trained yesterday, which is good. Uh, it's good. To, it's great ground to go and train at. They've had a, had a bit of rain over here, but looks like it's going to be a nice day today. So hopefully, it's a beautiful night for football tonight. I have to ask because you've your your longevity in the game um, has been amazing. So when you first entered uh, the AFL system, the professionalism might not have been what it is now. You know. If you if you take yourself back ten fifteen years and, and there was a trip to Perth was there was there a chance for a beer 
at, at, at any stage, or was it, or was it, you know, because if I think about our, our domestic stuff, and this is no word of a lie, we'd fly, get in at three o'clock, straight to the pub, drink, sleep, shield game, drink, one day game, drink, home, sleep for a week. That's obviously not how it works in the AFL, right? <laughs> no, no, I don't think no, I'd, uh, okay, right. Yeah, no, we, used to, we actually used to fly two days before the game, so it's, it's changed up a little bit there. Hopefully, we can have a win tonight. And, we're uh, we're still flying chartered flights at the moment, so um, that's been uh, it's been a nice little uh, nice little result. I sent you guys, a, well, I sent Mitch and Flash a photo of me sitting in one B on the way over oh. yesterday, which was which was good. Uh, Pina colada and, uh, or something you had there as well, but look at it. <laughs> <laughs> no, so hopefully we can we can might be able to have a beer on the plane on the way home tonight. What about this five day backup, mate? For you old blokes like yourself and. And Koch, etc. You've brought a couple. There's a couple of more veterans there. Um, I mean, there's no there's no Koch on or Taron tonight. But you still got some old blokes. You can back up, okay? Yeah, it's been a pretty cruisy week, Flash. Um, yeah. Just in terms of training wise, like even I say old blokes, but for for, for everyone really, the five day turnaround with the travel and obviously the biggest travel yes. you can do in footy is, is Melbourne to or the biggest travel we do is Melbourne to Perth. So. Um, yeah, it's been a, been a relatively quiet week on the track. Um, nearly the the biggest session we've done is is yesterday's captain's run, just for the fact to keep guys fresh and, and up and going. We've done a lot of mental reps. I mean, there's some areas of improvement for our game that are probably more offensively based for for hopefully playing a little bit more exciting tonight and 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 bringing um, just a bit more of the Richmond of old, really. So um, yeah, we've been working on that with with vision and just talking about it and 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 sort of playing it out in, in your mind's eye and hopefully we can see some more of that stuff tonight. Dusty, uh, we've seen some really good scenes over the water here, mate. He looks like he's returned to the club. How's he travelling, mate? Uh, yeah, no, he's going really well. He's going really well. He's fit and healthy. and um, I mean, the, the uh, hasty decision would be to just plug in straight back in and take get in and play and, and don't worry I asked the question when he was there when I saw him last oh, Saturday course. morning playing on Sunday night I said how you feeling are you a chance to roll out and we're sticking in a pocket but um, karma heads prevailed in that situation as they will to, to when he does return so um, I know it's been floated and the coach has spoken about next week against Collingwood um, which would be great to have him back for that game but we, we first and foremost mental health and, and, and just his well-being is the priority number one um, and footy comes a distant second to that but I mean it, it is on the forefront of, of, of all of our minds it's probably the whole AFL world is it, when's he going to come back to play and hopefully um, sooner rather than later but as I said karma heads will make those decisions and, and um, it won't be a hasty one You're with us here on Jack and Flash Brett Jeeves with me here in the studio and my co-host Jack Revolt over in Perth um, You like playing over there? Uh, I do actually. It's, it's obviously changed a fair bit over. I mean, the last sort of four to five years, we used to play at Subiaco, which is the biggest ground in Australia, and um, a, a really hard ground to defend, but a great ground to attack on. And now it's moved on to what is arguably the, in terms of the facilities that it provides, the, the best facility um, ground really? in, in Australia. It, it is amazing. It's What's amazing. better about it? What is it? Uh, oh, I just think that the, the way the stands are, are, are built, um, the lighting and just everything that can happen in terms of the entertainment that it can provide, 
um, is fantastic. There's this great little bar flash, uh, and Brett, that it sits sort of you sit sort of half underground, half above ground, and you can watch the footy from literally the players' aspect, having a beer, and and you're three meters away from from the boundary line. So uh, they've thought of everything over here. Um, we were very lucky last year to play um, during time uh, over here, and it was one of my favourite games. So looking forward to tonight. West Coast have obviously got a huge supporter base over here and it's very hard to get tickets um, for the West Coast people and uh, hopefully it'll be a, a packed house because it's an important game for, for both football clubs. I wonder, Brady Boy, whether the, all you'd be missing in that sort of environment some Dagwood dogs, of course. You'd be absolutely right at home. It's it's always difficult as a you know, pro- former professional athlete chatting to actual professional <laughs> athletes. Who actually who, did the professional bit. Who did the professional bit. So, um, yeah, for those that don't know, there's a photo of me eating a Dagwood dog at, at drinks in Newcastle. It was a very hot day and I was a little hungover. So it was justified, but... Uh, yeah, look, I mean, cricket's obviously a very different game to, to footy. Um, Jack, you're a, you're a great golfer as well. Is there, a, is there a chance for you to sneak any, any golf in over there? You know, Perth's got some unbelievable courses. You're at that stage of your career where you can tap the coach on the shoulder and just say, look, I might give the captain's run a bit of a miss and I'll sneak out for, for nine to 18 holes. No, my balls aren't that big, Jet Brent. I can tell you that right now. There's okay. no way. If there's, any, if there's anyone the in the club that can do it, I, I think it's probably you or Dusty, maybe. Yeah, no, it's probably. I, I certainly wouldn't be doing that. I, I've got a great fear of dragging golf clubs to um, to footballing events, um, and I was scarred early on in my career. Two thousand eight, we had a surprise SOG camp, and we were told to bring our surfboards and golf clubs. We were heading down the coast, and we were going to do some training, and we we're going to have a hit of golf. And I remember walking in. With the old punk hair skull, uh, purple combi, dragging the sticks behind me. And then just seeing these SOG blokes there going, I'll just throw these in the bushes. Is, is that a true story? They, they, they locked yeah. them out. No good. Yeah. No, <laughs> no good. No good. <laughs> a couple more tidbits on tonight before we, we get to the basketball talk, because I know that's right at the top of your thought process. McGovern's back tonight. They've got a couple soldiers back. They're... they're this is a West Coast team that can be still pretty dangerous at home, yeah? Yeah, they are. Um, they've obviously been decimated early on in the year via the, the COVID uh, protocols and health and safety protocols over here. And um, now they've started to probably get their own sort of little herd immunity in, in, inside their football club. So most guys have probably had COVID um, and now are available for selection bar a few, a few of their players with injury. So... I mean, the nucleus for their team still a really strong one, and and um, yeah, you've got we've really got to be aware of, of of obviously a side that's been hurting a lot um, in terms of having losses and, and and players in and out of the side, but a very proud football club on their home deck. Um, it's hard to win over here, uh, and it'll take a, a really big effort from um, from our group uh, to to get it done. So um, I'm uh, yeah, no, I'm 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 very coy and and. Looking to, forward to playing tonight, but also very aware of of, of what the the challenge presents. Jack, I'm a I'm a huge uh, Sydney Stack fan. He's he's back in this week, which is great to see. He's had some some issues in the in the past. How how's he tracking? And um, is is he likely to get an extended run? Do you think? I mean, it's probably a hard one for you to for, to, for you to answer. But um, you know, it'd, it'd be great for your team if he can establish himself. He's such a great talent. Yeah, he is. He's been, um, oh, look, he's had a whole host of, um, uh, I suppose, 
spent a couple of indiscretions, also just getting himself fit enough to play for football, and had taken some has taken some really big steps forward, and unfortunately, he's probably taken a few few steps back. Which um, I mean, we, we would have, we would love to have him probably available a little bit earlier, but it's just been getting him ready to play AFL football. Um, but it's a really important game for, for Sydney. I mean, obviously, he's a Perth boy as well, so um, coming over here and playing in front of the, his home fans um, and his family is, is really important for the Perth guys, um, and, and they're very lucky to get that opportunity to, to do that. Um, but, yeah, talent-wise, he's, he's uh, an amazing player, uh, and, and we just hope that he gets a, a good run at night. He doesn't go in with with any any other thoughts other than to play his, his best football. So um, he'll play in the forward line tonight, which is, is very exciting. Um, you've only got to look at, obviously, Marcioli comes in as well, and Shea Bolton as well, those young Indigenous fellas that are quick and just can do anything. Um, they are they are a real keystone to, to where this game goes to tonight. So um, great to have Sydney back. Hope he gets, does get a, a, a good run at it. Um, because his, his best is, is certainly good enough. And uh, hopefully we can see some exciting uh, Sydney Stack highlights and some good Sydney Stack defence from, from tonight's game. And Jack, how, how have you seen the change in, in, in support um, for those young blokes, you know, I guess throughout your time um, in the game? So, you know, we've all been 18 through 23. It can be a difficult time. You don't always make the right decisions. Um, you know, your brain doesn't always process, um, you know, adult life as as well as it should. Um, yeah, how, how, have you, how have you seen the changes in in, in those support structures for, for young people entering uh, AFL lists? Yeah, I think it's a um, it's probably been the, the biggest evolution in terms of AFL football. Jeeves um, the retaining players, and and I mean sometimes a lot of players just got. It's one after one indiscretion or two indiscretions were just mm. cast out into the wilderness, and now there's a there's a real program, and I think there's a real awareness from from older players and leaders that um, not to forget that we're all young ones. Um, and I mean, I, I look at obviously Sydney's Indigenous as the other two boys were that I mentioned before in Sydney, uh, sorry, in, uh, in in Shane Morris. Is, um, that's been a real growth area of our football club that. Um, where we've identified a pathway for what is a, an amazing, amazing pool of talent for Australian rules football. One that one that's unrivaled in terms of the exciting nature that a lot of our Indigenous players have. That we've got an Indigenous liaison officer, obviously Xavier Clark's our our forward line coach, who's obviously Indigenous. Shane Edwards been big in that part of the, the football club. Is that we, we pour our resources into areas that we think are important, not only for us as a football club, but um culturally as well so um, the amount of money but the care that's gone into to uh, players welfare um, hopefully we can and we, and we have reaped the rewards of that so it's a, a very important part of our program What about the Jackies last night mate? Uh, how did you see it from your vantage point over there? Yeah, I was a bit flat 360 organised the interview 10 minutes into the game so I had to do that for, for 10 minutes and I missed a bit but um, I looked, yeah, it was, it was a yeah, we just got probably we're just a bit short, aren't we? It's um, a bit disappointing. It's but uh, I think this is the one thing with the Jack Jumpers group is they've been challenged constantly, and and, and I mean we finished off the, the the regular season so so well. But you, you think back to a lot of those games, and you boys obviously basketball fanatics that 
a lot of the a lot of those games we were down multiple like double digit um, points sort of into the second quarter into the third quarter and just found a way to, to grind our way back into it. And I've got a, I've just got a little feeling that whilst the result didn't go our way last night, we hung around, we hung around and then finished okay and, and they'd obviously blown us out of the water in that in that third quarter but they've got a they've got a real dogged attitude and I've got absolutely no doubt Scotty Roth will have pinging off the walls ready to go for for tomorrow night. They they will be hot to try and, and I've got a I've just got a real feeling that that real Tasmanian attitude that we've seen and that they have developed in spades with their defence will come out tomorrow night and uh, lessons will be learned, and hopefully, um, hopefully we can have a we can have a win, and then I can get to the game uh, next early next week in Melbourne. So uh, fingers Mate, crossed. If you had any, but, if you had any um, going, I'm, I'm, go- I'm going to Queensland and back in a day. I would have thought you can slip back tomorrow, and I'll see you here tomorrow night at seven o'clock. Of course, you can catch the Eagles and Tigers live tonight on AFL Nation. One three hundred four two one five double three for a phone call. Text in on oh four three seven double five two. Five three five. This is Jack and Flash, and we've got Jeevesy here with us. Harrison Agents to buy, sell, or rent in Tasmania. Search Harrison Agents today on SEN Tassie. Jack and Flash with Jack Revolt and David Lifter. Welcome back to Jack and Flash here on SEN Hobart. Got Australian, former Australian international. Do you like when I call you that? With well, your one game for the country, uh, Brett Cheese? Three, but uh, no, it is It is always a little awkward, to be honest. Three doesn't it's quite... not at all. It's three more than me, it. mate. Well, I think all of us would have enjoyed that. Okay, we've got a few more texts here. We're a few minutes away from announcing the big prize today. Well, it's the biggest prize in the world, as we know it, which is the two <laughs> corporate tickets tomorrow night. Game two of the semi-finals, Tasmania versus Melbourne United. Uh, a text here from Knackers from Newtown. How are you, Knackers? Great to have you company. Jeremy Howe is the last player drafted from the State League. Oh, he was. That is correct. He Dodgers Ferry to Hobart. I think we called him... A young Jeremy Howe. A yeah, very yeah. young yeah. Jeremy Howe when I first did the ABC TV. You were involved Terrific, in that, of course. Yeah. Um, if I could win tickets to the game, my husband and I would go absolutely bonkers. Imagine if I took him too. I'll get it well done, Lucy. <laughs> Lucy, um, thank you very much for yours. My love for basketball started when I walked past. I'll settle. Okay, this is one of these ones. My, my love for basketball started when I walked past Arden Street basketball courts and saw our very own Flash Lithgow schooling former players Nathan Grimer and Hamish McIntosh. That is a little bit of truth in that, actually. Um, good morning to Hamish and the Nathan. Big. Fans of the show, of course. Bit of razzle-dazzle, was there, Flash? Bit of spin move left. Can we touch on this quickly without much time? The target Tasmania death to Tony Seymour, just dreadful. Horrible news. Horrible news. Yeah. It, should we go on? Like, is it... Well, this Look, is it's, what, it's, four it's, deaths in three years yeah, now, is it's, it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really difficult one. I think they've made the right move to, to go straight to a piece. It's, um, yeah, sad news thoughts are with Tony's family and obviously all involved in Targa, his crew, just, um, yeah, shattering. Absolutely shattering, and as mentioned, I think that that's now four we've had in that time. I guess they effectively abandoned the rest of the race, or they're just 
drive into the... It's just it's so unpredictable, you know. Yes. Peter Brock, one of our greatest race car oh drives, he passed in a, uh, in a, in a target incident. Yep. Yeah, you know, it's just so unpredictable, you know, these these open road rallies that uh, any, anything can happen at any time. So, you know, be careful out there, everyone. Now, Brett, here we go. This is the big moment everyone has been waiting for. It's time to announce the winner of the double pass to the corporate suite for the Jack Jumpers versus Melbourne United at My State Bank Arena. We literally had hundreds. What did we come up with? Well, you and I didn't come up with this at all. Drum um, announce the winner for us, mate, please. Uh, well, it was, a, it, was, it was a clear vote. This was very, very funny. Uh, the winner was Lucy. Uh, and we only just read this, uh, this out just a moment ago. Uh, and we've back and, and we've read it again. Flash, you, Does it, no. Hosting duties. We've lost it. That's bring, okay. Bring Lucy's Jack the winner. Back, please bring Jack back Come immediately. On, I got you in here, mate. Give me a little bit of it. Lucy, well done. I Very think funny, she was Lucy. the second last text of the whole morning. Terrific. So, congratulations to Lucy. Our producer Mitch Scott will be in touch with you, and you're off to the races, so to speak. Albeit the basketball. She's got to night. take the husband, though. That's the that's the must. I think. You know, Whilst the joke was about not taking, I, I think she has to take him. I said something like, if I could win tickets to the game, my husband would go bonkers. Imagine if I took him too. That was very, <laughs> very, 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 very funny indeed. Coming up next is Hot or Not. This is Jack and Flash with Jeevesy here on SEN Tassie. It's hot. Real hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. This is hot. It's so damn hot. Not Welcome back to Jack and Flash on SEN Tassie. Brett Jeeves is here with me. It's time for our favourite segment of the week, Brett. This is a beauty. Hot or not? Very simple. You're going to get this game very quickly. You like it or you don't. I need to know a typical Brett Jeeves opinion. Let's start with it. This is a good list today. I'm very excited. Looked at this last night. Thank you, Mitch, for what we have this morning. Hot or not? The floating fixture should be canned. Hot, yes, it's got to go. Yeah. I think, I think um, both having families. <laughs> yes, you want, like, it's hard booking a family holiday. So oh, if you want to get to Melbourne, want to watch the Hawks, Swans. When is that game? Is yep. it late in the year? Is yes. it? What's happening? So uh, definitely hot there. Get them, get them out as early as you can, and um, let families have a chance to prepare. You'd think after a few weeks that we, at the very least, we've started got a bit of parity in terms of what's happening later on, but I couldn't agree more with you, mate. Hot or not for you, Flash, your brown jacket's got to go. <laughs> That's off script. I've gone off script. It, it definitely doesn't have I to go. To. It's 50 years <laughs> old it's, and it's a classic. It's got to go. Hot Back or not, track, mate. Thursday night footy should be played every week moving forward. Absolutely. And I think what's going to happen... It's so hot because moving forward, we've already seen in the last couple of days, of course, with the broadcast rights, Channel 10 want to get involved, etc. And I wonder if that becomes a night of a, a completely separate uh, entity. In other words, is it just Channel 10 has that game and they make their own? A bit like the NFL does in, in America. You know, their Monday night game, their Thursday night game. It has a, it has a different broadcaster every time. That is hot as a pistol, Brett Jeeves. No question about that. Now, this is what I'm interested in with you. Hot or not, the Hobart Hurricanes are now in the box seat to land Justin Langer as coach after he's ruled out for the England coaching job. <laughs> um, I've got to say not. I just can't see Justin not. Langer. I can't see Justin Langer coaching the Hobart Hurricanes. 
It just doesn't. Why not? It just doesn't feel right. Mm. Like you know, we've kind What's of a downgrade too much. You think it's well. We've always done quite. I shouldn't say we've always done quite well because we've not won anything locally. But I've liked the local coaches. You know, we've had the winter Griff. And there's been a real local flavour to it. Um, does getting Justin Lang? I mean, that's big. That's a big appointment. Big appointment. Potential Ryan Harris was was floated. So yes. that would be that'd be an all time get. Um, I'm I'm saying not. I'm I'm. It's yeah, a big not, story though. It, isn't it'd it? be great. It'd be hot if it happens, but. Um, a lot to a lot to happen for it to for it to take place, I reckon. Well, as you talked about with Jack last week, punter, you know, we thought twenty million would be the most you'd ever give a chance to get him at, at the Poms, and that's not going to happen either. I wonder if he's got some involvement in the Hurricanes. It's very interesting going forward. Brett, more cricket stuff for you. Glenn Maxwell would be a welcome inclusion into the Test squad to face Sri Lanka, which is set to be announced today. Hot or not? Not. So nah. Hasn't played it. Hasn't really? played. It. Hasn't I played. I thought enough. you would have said hot for sure. A couple of reasons. Hasn't played enough red ball cricket. Has become a white ball specialist. I think he had his best year for Victoria last year. Stats wise, if we'd if we'd gone back three or four years ago, remember he scored that hundred in India and yes. it was phenomenal. And he should have had an extended run from then. I thought he was he was magnificent. He'd really matured. Uh, I reckon too much has taken place. Yes, maybe his red ball cricket's been pretty good, but. Yes. 85% of his year is, is facing white balls and slapping reverse sweeps. And I think Test Cricket's probably gone for Glenn, unfortunately. And that, I mean, this has been an argument. We've been talking about this for seven years, it feels like, Maxwell. I mean, has it, was he given an extended enough opportunity at Test level? No. No. No, I don't think But you're thinking think now, time's passed. Horses bolted. Interesting one. Hot or not for you, Flashman, Tasmania needs to set up an AFL academy to harness the success the Swans have had over the last two decades. Oh, this is hot. Uh, this is really hot. My gosh. And, and it's all based on what we've seen in recent times with basketball and what's happening. And you, as a bigger... I mean, you're a basketball lover more than footy and cricket these days, if people weren't aware. You do love it. And we've seen the impact on the kids and everything that's happening in Tassie at the moment. Mate, footy have missed the boat. I know you and I have talked about this mm. for a long time. Basketball set in. Uh, we've got game two of a final on Saturday night. They're going to have to do something. I think without question, they're going to want to try and harness some of these best kids to play with the Sharon rather than the Wilson. Couldn't agree more. And, and I think as a, um, as, as a newbie to local basketball as well, my son's just started playing in an under-12 championship league and 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 that is hot i mean it is super competitive and the numbers are enormous boys and girls both my sons are playing and um both competitions have had teams added to them on the on the fly such is uh the momentum for basketball so the afl have a real challenge on their hands if it does happen down here setting up an academy or even a team um actually being able to overtake basketball and its momentum like you said Jack jumpers, whilst a little disappointing last night, um, what's not disappointing is the way that they've gone about oh, um, gathering momentum in the community. Fan engagement. Fan engagement, and the kids are on it big time. So, uh, the, yeah, AFL and Academy is hot topic, particularly for you and I. The Swannies has been a, um, a huge talking point for you. We've come to blows over this, in fact. I've made you cry, even. It all started uh, with that beautiful <laughs> Nick Malcheski curling left foot snap. It had nothing to do with Malcheski. through, and the poor old Hawks got beaten. You've never been able to accept that. I did, I did cry down by the river there, <laughs> the MCG, that afternoon. Got us back a couple of years later. <laughs>
Hot or not for you, Flashman. Now, this is a biggie because you are Ben Simmons's, uh, you are his man, number one supporter. Ben Simmons has been unfairly maligned by NBA media and fans. Hot or not? Hot. Um, to me, hot. damn hot. You're not wrong because it's become uh, such a people standing back and judging everything they think they know about Brent, Ben Simmons and what's going on here in his whole life. And it's darn hard. And I. You know, I just hate when, as you know, people would judge and assume they know everything that's going on. And I just hope this bloke gets gets right, so he gets his back right and gets his head right. I mean, this is this is a tough business. It's show business over there. It's not just basketball, as you know. He's probably the most hated player in sport in America. Um, that wouldn't be cool to go to bed to every night, would it? Pretty pretty difficult. But the question I ask you is, yes. does he help himself in this scenario? Mm. So you know, you misguided management. Potentially, but you've seen, you know, even even the way he dresses. And look, I'm not a not a judgmental person. I love your brown jacket, but maybe your brown jacket would be handy for him. Something a little less colour about it. A little it. bit more Clay Thompson, you think? Going just, on, yeah, going just downgrade it maybe a little bit. He sat on the on the sidelines uh, for Game Four, one that he was um, spoken about playing, you know, making his return for um, in. Um, a pair of Elton John sunglasses and and an equally loud pair of pants and, and jackets to match. I just I'm not sure that he's that he's handling that component of it well. Shout out to the icon Elton John who's out there listening this morning to Jack and Flash. I'm sure hot or not, <laughs> a streaming service separate to Foxtel Co will be part of the next footy broadcast right to commence in 2025. Well, it's hot. Because yeah. uh, it's just super relevant. It's the it's the way of the future. Streaming services are, are taking over. You know, half of my pay goes on subscriptions for uh, movies and documentaries and um, Apple Clouds and, and different things. So, um, I, I guess at what point, you know, and, and obviously it depends largely on how that's negotiated. You know, if Ko is still in existence with Foxtel through those broadcasting rights, how many streaming services do do we need? Um, but yeah, it's it's certainly uh, topical and, and and hot. Last one for you here, Flash, and then you know, potentially you'll go off script for me. Hot or not, North Melbourne's list was cut back too harshly as part of its rebuild. Oh, oh, look, I'm going to go against the grain here. I'm going to say not. Um, not. <laughs> I, I, look, they've had some big losses uh, the last few weeks. They're without their best player, Ben Cunnington. We're wishing him well in, on his journey of rehabilitation with his. Cancer issue, of course. Um, they missed Tyrone Thomas, who missed five or six weeks, who's their best young player. Jed Anderson's a big big loss as well. Yeah, I, I just think they've missed a few players that you can't miss when you're rebuilding. Um, look, they're, they're, yeah, they're, they're starting... Look, they're starting again, aren't they? They're starting fresh. Um, I'm going to give them some grace of a little bit of time to get things right, and I'm going to start to judge them a little bit more... By the end of this year, seeing how the kids are developing, and I think going forward, 2023, you know, I think that's when we're going to... Is that, is that... Yeah, I mean, can you... The question I've got for you is, you know, can you overexpose some of those youngsters? So, you know, Jack Zebel, you know, plays off half-back, he goes forward, he kind of fills these holes for him. Is it best to, you know, to actually show a bit of protection for these young guys through the midfield, to put Zebel in, let him be the bull, let him take some of that pressure off them... Um, you know, he's such a big body, huge physical presence. Would 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 that help a little bit? Do you think, or 
is it best to actually overexpose these kids to, to you know, true game time, getting flogged a little bit? Is that is that actually good for their development? It's an interesting one. I've got a couple more for you here just to finish off. Oh, that was a good answer. Thanks. Hot <laughs> or not, Brett Jeeves? Yes. Elon Musk should buy the AFL. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that'd be tremendous. He's buying everything. He's he's active at the moment. He's not. Oh, no, no, I just I can't see that happening. Unfortunately. <laughs> not. Imagine being worth a hundred billion. Like would life be good or would it be just He's worth a little little more than a hundred mil, isn't he? I mean, just, billion, I'm he wouldn't I'm get out sure. of bed for a hundred mil. Oh my god. How much has he paid for Twitter? Forty one billion. Jeez. <laughs> Bloody hell. It's it's like, you and, like you and I getting a coffee this morning. It's just, a lot. It's really, a lot of money, isn't it? Really battling through it. I'll give you this one as well here. The fuss made, hot or not, by the way, the fuss made over the ruck rules on the weekend was a storm in a teacup. Hot? Is that... Damn is that, Am I... Am I... I look, have, have, have I kind of lost the, my heart a little bit there? Because... The PCL was an issue. Injuries are bad. We don't want anyone yeah. getting injured. But yeah. the integrity of the game is also really important and... The ball's been going up at the bounce forever. Yes. And so is it a, is it a technique issue? A, you know, a, a, a ruckman going in with a, a knees-up approach rather than maybe back in the day it was a little bit different. Maybe they're a little bit more uh, reluctant to, to go with that style. Um, maybe there was... I, you know, I, I can always remember there being a lot of jumping in the ruck. Yes. It seems to be a little... I don't know, like they don't fly as much. Yes, um, and they don't let any argy bargy go, do they? The old ruckman who was just the two, you know, the two giraffes, their arms and legs are everywhere, and they're jostling for position. And but it's a different, but, it's a different craft. But also, you know, I, I, the the Mark Pitternet footage um, of and Darcy ran straight at him. He Eyes did. weren't on the ball. No, that's a bit of a problem. Definitely. You know, so can we eliminate that to ensure that? You know that the other ruckman is protected. Absolutely, um, have a fair that, chance to. Yeah, that's a bit of a problem, but I'd, I'd like to see it remain. Last one from you, please. Uh, hot or not, the AFL should scrap the medical sub and just have twenty-three per side with five on the bench. Michael Voss has come out, voiced his support for this last night on, on Melbourne Radio. Um, gosh, that's a hard one. I didn't question without notice. Mitch has thrown this one in late. I think that's a hot. Um, yeah, look, yeah, maybe let's just get another person on the bench. Does it? Is it that big a deal? Is it? Does it take out a bit of confusion? It's. It's certainly. I, I think it's brought in an element of gamesmanship, hasn't it? Having that sub, uh, and you know, initially it was brought in with a, you know, with a sub clause of yes. you know that player has to be out for a twelve day period. So you know, if they are subbed off, there's the expectation that they'll miss the next week. That hasn't really happened. Um, you know, it's on occasion, but. Um, you know, we saw um, who – oh, well, there, there are a list of them. I actually wrote about this. My, my memory's um, completely lost me. But um, there's, there's been a string of, of three or four so in, in, the, in the opening Grundy rounds. Grundy the last weekend, of course. And yep. I mean, and the, such a pivotal part of Collingwood, of course. If you take Brady Grundy out, they're a completely different side, aren't they? Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I guess in those instances where it's a, it's a – you know, we know it's a major injury, then it, it plays a part. But may, maybe just a concussion sub. Yes, is is the way moving forward, and then it becomes that um, you know that little war of attrition, I suppose, when it comes to playing a rotation down or you know playing playing a couple of people down. Those those are the wins that sometimes um, you know kind of stick with you. 
Good debut segment from the Hot or Not from you, Brett Jeeves. It's been great to have you today. We'll be back up to wrap the show in a moment. This is Jack and Flash with Brett Jeeves on SEN Tassie. Welcome back to Jack and Flash. Jeeves is with us today, mate. You've uh, done exceptionally well. Uh, how was your first show? Are you feeling okay about it? I was a bit shaky this morning, too. Well, so I, haven't, I haven't seen 6am for quite a while. Coffee got you going. And particularly in Salamanca. 6am <laughs> in Salamanca has been a dangerous, dangerous territory for me. But thanks so much for having me. And good luck to Jack over the weekend. He's, he's a star of the game. So um, always tune in and, and watch him. Can I just get terrific. a final word tomorrow night? The Jack Jumpers. That's the focus. For what do you want to win? We, we, yes. we want to win badly. Um, you know, we've spoken about it this morning. Um, a little disappointing last night. Yeah, they showed some great fight in that last half, but um, they've got better basketball in them and you know, hopefully huge crowds um, really getting behind them will, will, will surge them over the line. It's an interesting one. They, they, they could have lost by 30 again last night. They do that. They, they're, they're gritty. They should have been down by 30 at halftime. Yeah, I think they, yeah, they, <laughs> they played some bad, bad basketball. Thanks for jumping in this week, mate, and I'm pretty sure it won't be the last time we have you going forward. Well done, young man. Maybe you even bumped the three-time Carl medalist out for another couple of weeks along the way. <laughs> Jack will be back next week. And up now, Sam Edmund with the Captain's Run.